0: Welcome to Witch Magic, I'm Dawn and I will be taking you on a spiritual journey to all things magic and witchcraft. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Witch Magic. I hope you guys are having a great summer so far um, even though we're just only about a week in i really didn't do much for letha um sometimes you know i'll do something for the solar sabbats um and sometimes i don't i'm more into celebrating the lunar sabbats but um i do acknowledge it you know i did acknowledge letha being here and um the mark of the first of the summer and all that stuff so yeah anyway so today this is just going to be an episode about a really fun subject and that's about the movies we all love movies right i'm sure we do and i put together a list of witchy and magical movies and i made a top 20 list Now, let me tell you, that was very hard to do. I challenge you. Put together a top 20 list of your favorite movies. It doesn't have to be witchy movies. It can be another type of theme of movies. It can be a certain genre of movies. Or it could just be your top 20 favorite movies of all time. It's very hard to number some of these, let me just say. You know, because I took together all the witchy and magical movies that I've watched and I like and I numbered them from my least favorite to my top favorite and like I said it was very hard to put a number on them but I did it so it took me a little bit of time but I just want to share it with you something fun to just talk about yep so here we go here are my top 20 Favorite witchy and magical movies. Number 20. Bell Book and Candle. This is an old movie that I just recently saw, and it's from 1958. And James Stewart starts as a publisher living in New York, and he's engaged to be married. He meets one of his neighbors, played by Kim Novak, who is a witch, although he doesn't know this yet. She casts a love spell on him, even though she knows that witches lose their power when they fall in love, according to this movie. Meanwhile, a well-known writer comes to town wanting to do a piece about witches. He works alongside one of her witchy relatives, played by Jack Lemmon. Shep, who's played by James Stewart, does not believe in witches, and he is pretty oblivious to what is happening around him. And this movie is a rom-com with very little special effects. I put this one at the bottom of my list because it is my least favorite of the list that I made here. But it, it still makes the list because it is a nice movie to watch and I did enjoy it. You know, for a nice old movie, it was it was pretty decent. Number 19, Halloween Town. So I had to add this movie to my list because it was always my daughter Dassey's favorite. So, Debbie Reynolds stars as Aggie, who is a witch living in a town where magical and supernatural people can can live a normal life. She tries to get her grandkids involved, much to their mother's dismay. Little do the kids know that their mother is also a witch who denies her powers. Halloween Town is in trouble, And it's up to them to save it. I believe there were four of these movies made. But I think I've only seen the first one, maybe the second one. But every time I see a preview of it, I think of Dasi because she does love it so much. And I believe she's seen all of them. So I just had to add it to the list. So there you go, Dasi. That was for you. Number 18, The Blair Witch Project. When this movie first came out, people went crazy, right? Do you remember? Because it was filmed like a documentary. It looked just like people take an amateur video of their adventure into the woods to try and find evidence of a legend called the Blair Witch. And the actors used their own names, which made it seem more realistic. However, I was very reluctant to see this movie at first because of the way it was filmed. But when I finally decided to go ahead and watch it, I thought it was very cleverly done. It stars Heather Donahue, Joshua Leonard, and Michael C. Williams as the students who take on this project. And here's a little story for you. Chris and I met Mike, Mike Williams, at a horror con once. And we actually had a good conversation with him. He really loved the costumes that we were wearing. We went as Jack and Sally from A Nightmare Before Christmas. Anyway, even though you don't see an actual witch in the movie, it was still kind of cool to see the different things they came across and to hear the scary sounds in the woods. My favorite scene was when they came across these stick figures hanging from the trees. Do you remember that? I don't know why I like that part so much. Maybe it's because I would think it's spooky and cool at the same time. If I ever came across that, how about you? What would you think about that if you've seen that? So I did see the sequel to this movie, uh, which was called Book of Shadows, and I did like it, but I did like this original one better. Number 17, Twitches. Twitches is simply a term that means teen witches. This movie stars Tia and Tamara Mowry, who play twins separated by birth. Just like in their show, Sister, Sister. I used to love watching that show. That show I watched over and over again. So in this movie, they came together on their 21st birthday, only to find out that their magical powers are twice as strong when they're together. What I thought was cool is that they were originally named Apollo after Apollo and Artemis, who, as you know, Apollo and Artemis were twin gods of Olympus. So I just thought this movie was really cute to see. And my kids loved it. Number 16, The Wiz, ease on down the road. (laughs) This movie was a souped up version of The Wizard of Oz. It had such fun songs in it. There was a lot of people who thought this movie was lame, but I thought it was just pure fun. Diana Ross plays Dorothy, who searches for The Wiz, short for Wizard, of course played by Richard Pryor. It also stars Michael Jackson as the Scarecrow. So how fun is that, right? Pretty fun. Number 15, Bedknobs and Broomsticks. This movie just brings back memories. I loved this as a kid. Angela Lansbury plays a witch who is also the head of a witch training school. Almost like Hogwarts, right? She enchants a bed that takes her and some kids to a fantasy land to ward off German troops. All of the animation and music and colors are what really drew me into this movie as a kid. And I haven't seen it in a long time, but I wouldn't mind revisiting it. I think that would be a lot of fun. Number 14, The Dark Crystal. This is another childhood favorite of mine. It has been so long since I've seen this movie as well. But the creatures are Jim Henson pup, or Muppets, sorry, called Gelflings. I'm hoping I'm saying that right. Who are on a quest to repair a broken crystal. I think when I was a kid, I just liked the Muppet type characters. Of course, I was always into anything magical as well. It, pretty much like I am today anyway. So, you know, that's on there. Number 13. The Witches of Eastwick. Okay. Michelle Pfeiffer, Susan Sarandon, Cher, and Jack Nicholson. Enough said. Such a cast. So Jackie Nicholson plays this manipulative new guy in town, enchanting the three women and convincing them that they are witches. It just so happens that they do have these powers and it ends up backfiring on them. This is a wicked cheesy movie, but hey, I love cheese. (laughs) Okay, number 12, the Witch Mountain movies. So Escape to Witch Mountain and Return from Witch Mountain were movies that I watched over and over again when I was a kid. It's about a brother and sister who are orphaned and have psychic powers. They get kidnapped by a man who discovered their powers and wants to use them for financial gain. They escape and find their way to Witch Mountain, where they discover that they are actually extraterrestrials. So here's a little bit of UFO-type stuff in there as well. I wasn't as crazy as part two as the first one, if I remember, for some reason. But it did show more of their powers, I think, such as telepathy and telekinesis. But I wouldn't mind watching these movies again. That's, this, this is something else that I would love to revisit. So I'll have to check on Netflix or something to see if those are available. Number 11. Chronicles of Narnia. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. How cool would it be to hide in the back of a wardrobe only to find an opening to another world? A world where there, there are talking animals and cool faraway lands. Of course, there is a mean witch. Yes, the witch in this movie is mean. Anyway, it's cool when it's left to kids to save the day. So I love all the um, graphics and everything in this movie. Plus, I read these books as a kid as well. Number 10, Stardust. This is about a young guy who sees a falling star and he chases after it. Who wouldn't, right? He ends up in a bit of fairy realm, only to discover The star is actually a girl played by played by Claire Danes, an evil witch played by Michelle Pfeiffer. Here she goes again, (laughs) tries to steal her youth. This movie even stars Robert De Niro as a funny in a funny role as a cross-dressing captain of a ship. Oh, my gosh, that scene. If you've seen this, that scene was so funny. You cannot help but just crack up laughing at this because Robert De Niro. I love him. He is such a great actor. But he's always playing these rough, tough guys, usually, you know. So to see him in this kind of role is actually pretty funny. But yeah, this was a pretty good, pretty good movie. Um, And it's something that I just happened to come across one day, a while back, of course, and I was kind of reluctant to see it. But then I was like, yeah, I'll watch it because I do like Michelle Pfeiffer. You know, she's really good actress and everything. Um, And of course, Robert De Niro. As you know, is a really good actor that I, and so I gave it a try, and yeah, it it's a pretty decent movie. I do I do like it. I've seen it several times. So number nine, Teen Witch. This coming of age movie stars Robin Lively as a teen who wishes she was popular. Kind of sounds familiar in every bit of everybody's high school days, huh? She comes across a psychic played by Zelda Rubenstein from Poltergeist fame. Remember, she played that little uh, Tangina character on Poltergeist, the one who helped them through. Anyway, the teen discovers that she has magical abilities and she makes herself popular. I think I really love this movie so much because I was at the same age at that time and I love those 80s movies. Oh my gosh, 80s movies are the best. I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. (laughs) Anyway, the moral of this story is to be careful what you wish for, and to quote a line from Spider-Man: "With great power comes great responsibility," right? And if you've seen this movie, or if you go ahead and watch this movie, which I do recommend, um, you will see what I'm talking about. All right. Number eight: The Wizard of Oz. I looked forward to watching this movie every year. I remember when I was a kid. This movie was a special around the holidays every year, and my family just had to watch it. It stars Judy Garland as young Dorothy, who gets sucked up by a tornado and ends up in Munchkinland. Little did she know her house landed on the Wicked Witch's sister and her ruby slippers were given to her by Glinda, the Good Witch of the North. The Wicked Witch tried everything in her power to get those slippers as Dorothy was making her way to the Emerald City to ask the wizard to take her back home. The question is, did it really happen? Or was it all just a dream? Hmm. That's something that was never quite clear, was it? Now, at the end, when she's in bed and she sees all her relatives, and it just so happens that those same actors played the same characters in Munchkinland, um, you know, she's like, Oh man, it must have been a dream and you were in it and you were in it and you were in it. But was it a dream? Or did she really go someplace? Hmm. I'm sure every or let me let me let me put it another way. I'm sure most of you at least are familiar with the Wizard of Oz. Um, but like I said, my family looked forward to it every year, and I followed the same traditions with my kids. Um, when they kept showing it on the TV every year. But then things changed, and now we have all these streaming services. So they really don't do that kind of thing on the regular TV all the time. But so you just watch it whenever, right? There you go. All right. Number seven, Good Witch. So, all right. <clears throat> I came across these movies by accident after binge watching the TV show on Netflix. Oh my gosh. I was obsessed with that TV show. It is amazing. I just, I could not get enough of watching it. I was so sad when I got to the end. Anyway, I didn't know there were such movies, so I was thrilled when I came across them. And there's actually several of them. So, Catherine Bell plays a witch who owns a bed and breakfast as well as a magic shop. And she is well loved in town. And she does so much good for the community. I am in love with these movies. And like I said, the TV show. So I don't think I've seen all the movies yet. But I have seen all the episodes of the TV show. And like I said, the movies are pretty much, uh, um, they came before the TV show. So it's funny because I actually watched the TV show. And then when I discovered they had the movies, it kind of took me back. To where it all started, which was really cool. It's almost like watching a prequel, you know. So very nice. <clears throat> Number six, Bewitched. So I have to say that I'm really hit or miss with Nicole Kidman. Sometimes I like her in movies. Sometimes I'm like, eh. I like I might like the movie, but not really not too crazy about her portrayal of her character or something. I mean, she's a good actress. Don't get me wrong. I know she's famous. You know, she's got a good following. Um, So I'm not trying to be negative against her. She's just not one of my favorites. I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry about that. Um, But I absolutely love her in this role, in this movie. She was so adorable. So she's discovered by an actor played by Will Ferrell, when they were looking for someone to play Samantha in a remake show of Bewitched. The funny thing is, she really is a witch. Of course, wolf Fer- Ferrell freaks out at first when he finds out. But well, you'll just have to watch, watch it to see what happens. It's a really fun movie with some It has a really great soundtrack to it. Um, and it's it's just great. I love it. Number five. Fantastic Beast. Okay, I'm kind of giving something away here, but I had to put these movies on the list somewhere because they are just so cool. So it in case you don't know, there were three Fantastic Beast movies. Um, the Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them, which came from the Harry Potter franchise because that was the name of one of their school books, right? And then the second movie was the Crimes of Grindelwald. I believe it was called something with Grindelwald. I think it was the Crimes of Grindelwald. Um, that was really good. And then we recently just saw the newest one, Secrets of Dumbledore, and that was really good. I think actually out of those three, I think the second one is my favorite. Anyway, they're all good. Like I said, they're the um, prequels. the harry potter movies so if you're familiar with harry potter which i'm sure most of you are um these these movies came after the harry potter movies but they're introducing us to the characters how they how they started out and everything like that so really cool i love prequels i really do because when you watch a movie you know especially when it's a series right like the harry potter Going back to the the prequels to where it all began and like you're seeing the characters growing up like Dumbledore and Grindelwald and everything like that, right? So it is really interesting to see. It's like the Star Wars. You know, I love the Star Wars movies, which has nothing to do with this. So it's not on my list. So don't <laughs> that might be another thing. But I do like the prequels because it kind of like takes you back to when Han Solo was young and when, you know, how Anakin became Darth Vader. You know, that kind of thing. I just love it. It, I do. All right, so let me get back to my list here. Um, where are we? Let's see. Number four. Hocus Pocus. This is a movie I have to watch every Halloween. Bette Midler, Catherine Jimmy, and Sarah Jessica Parker star as the Sanderson sisters, who come back from centuries before after they are accidentally freed from their long ago spell. But in order to stay alive, they need the youth of children. And of course, three children save the day from their evil intent. This movie is so cute, fun and fluffy. I just love it so much. And I just want to let you know that I don't live that far away from Salem, Mass. I am up in the New England area um, and I've been to Salem quite a quite a few times in my life and a couple of years ago I did some research on where some of the Hocus Pocus scenes were filmed and some of them were filmed in Salem and they did use some of the buildings in Salem and all that so me and Chris kind of just drove around and we saw the house where the family lives you know and we saw the cemetery where they end up going and then remember that character Billy comes up from the grave and all that kind of stuff so that we saw that cemetery and then the building where they had the Halloween party you know we saw that too and I think there's a couple of more places there that we didn't see yet but um yeah it's just really cool to see them I mean the house was my favorite one because it's like oh my gosh I mean you can tell that this was the house that was in the movie. It was so cool. So I read the book for part two, and I cannot wait for the movie. I really don't know when that's supposed to come out. Have they even started filming that? I don't even know. But the book was really cool. So if you have a chance to read it, that was pretty good. All right. Number three, The Craft. I love, love this movie. A teen girl played by Robin Tunney moves into a new town and goes to a new school. It's kind of like it's a Catholic school, I believe. She meets three girls, Feruza Balk, I love, 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 Feruza, Nev Campbell, and Rachel True, who discovered that she has magical abilities just like they do. So this was the fourth witch that they had been looking for because I think they needed somebody for the four directions, right? So they get together to gain their powers until it gets to be too much. And I could watch this movie over and over again. And I love the fact that Feruza Balk is actually a witch. She has owned a witch shop. Um, I don't know if she still owns it. But, um, you know, if you follow her on Twitter or Instagram or anything like that, you could see she does do some magical things. Um, and she has come out as being, I believe, pagan. But correct me if I'm wrong. But, you know, yeah. So that was pretty cool. Number two, Practical Magic. This is another movie I will never get tired of. I can watch this over and over and over again. Sandra Bullock, who happens to be one of my favorite actors, and Nicole Kinman, here we go again with Nicole, play the Omen sisters living in Salem, Mass. Their family is said to have a curse, whereas something bad will happen to the man they fall in love with. Pretty much he will die. But is it true or just a myth? Anyway, The town people shy away from them while Sally tries to live a normal life. Sally is played by Sandra Bullock. She owns a shop selling homemade herbal herbal remedies and she has two daughters who try to fit in. They also are witches. They live with the aunts played by Diane West and Stalker Channing. Another bonus is having Stevie Nicks on the soundtrack. So yes, I love Stevie Nicks. So yeah, I can watch this movie over and over again, and that's why it's number two, um, because yeah, it's just really awesome. I'll never get tired of it. All right guys, here we come to number one. I bet you can tell me what my number one favorite witchy magical movie is. I kind of gave it away a little bit. Harry Potter. I love all the Potter films, but Prisoner of Azkaban is my favorite. I am a total Potter fan. I even had a profile on Pottermore when that was a big thing back in the day. I was sorted into Hufflepuff, so I always consider myself a Hufflepuff. And me and my kids saw every movie at the theaters. We literally went to every movie. Um, and (laughs) the first, well, let scratch that. Let me go back. We did not see Sorcerer's Stone at the movies. We saw that, I believe, on when it came on, um, Netflix or whatever it was, because my oldest daughter, Dassey, who I mentioned before, had the Harry Potter books. And after she read the first one, She told me, Mom, you need to read these. I'm like, no, that's a kid's book. You know what I mean? And she's like, no, Mom, I think you will really like it. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll give it a shot. Oh, my gosh. I got hooked immediately. Like, seriously. All right, I'm going to tell you. I am 51 years old, and I am still a Potter freak. Okay? (laughs) Come on now. I mean, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. But I just can't help it. There's other movies that I will never get tired of. I read all the books. I had... You know, after I read the one she had, I bought the rest were my own ones that I let her borrow. Um, Yeah, it's just crazy. So I've become more of a Potter fan than my kids, which is insane. Anyway, so the first movie that we actually saw at the cinema was The Chamber of Secrets, which which is the second movie in the series. And of course, having seen the first one, and ha- and knowing that they ate the Birdie Bots jelly beans, right? They were selling the jelly beans as part of a snack pack for the kids. So we got the snack packs for in the movie. So I think it came with like popcorn and a drink and, you know, the jelly beans and whatever. And oh my gosh, so we were we were just like trying the jelly beans before the movie started. And the first one that I ate tasted just like grass and it was the grass flavored one. Oh, my gosh. As I was chewing this jelly bean, (laughs) I was cracking up, laughing. I had tears coming from my eyes. I was laughing so hard and. Oh, my gosh. I was like, I can't believe that this tastes just like grass. Like, how do they do this? You know? And of course, there's some gross ones, but I have to say, the grass one is my favorite, and probably probably because of that moment, uh, that's something I will never forget, being with my kids and tasting that first jelly bean and having it be like that. Oh, my God, so amazing. And my second favorite one, you guys are probably going to be grossed out about this, but it was the airwax. <laughs> and I'm telling you, okay, how can they make these things taste like these? Oh, my gosh. The grossest one I ever came across was salmon. Salmon. Oh, I didn't because we didn't even look to see what they were. We just kind of popped them in our mouth and tried to guess what it, what it tasted like at first. But then when you look on the back of the box, it shows you what is what is what. And I was like, what is this? And I spit it out into my hand. And sure enough, with salmon, I'm like, oh, no, no, uh-uh, gross. But they also have vomit flavored ones. Um, Oh, gosh, I don't even know. Um, Some of the they do have. Real tasty ones like uh, Toasted Marshmallow, which is really good. And oh, if you've never tried them before, try them. It, we just had fun trying them and guessing them, but yeah, it was kind of scary a little bit too. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I'm sure most of you know about these movies, but just in case, let me give you a little rundown just like I did with the other ones. So <clears throat> Harry's parents were killed by an evil wizard. So he had to go live with his cruel aunt and uncle. And once he turned 11, he was invited to join Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. The school teaches subjects like potions, defense against the dark arts, divination, herbology, and more. I can go on and on about these movies and my adventures at Wizarding World and my whole Harry Potter life and my collections and everything like that. But maybe I'll save that for another episode. What do you guys think? Do you think I should do an episode just about Harry Potter? Let me know what you think about that. You can, you know, tell me on my Facebook or whatever. All right, so there's my top 20 movie list. And I am running a little bit long on this episode, which I try not to do, so I do apologize about that. But I did just kind of want to mention some TV shows, um, witchy, magical TV shows that I really like. And these are in no particular order. It's just ones that are popping into my head right now. So I did mention Good Witch. You know, when I talked about the movie, um, love, love, love that show. That is a show that really doesn't have much, not much special effects and anything like that. It's just a good quality show. It is a Hallmark show. So if you don't really like Hallmark shows, you might not like it too much. But, oh my gosh, I highly recommend at least give it a try. You know, tune in, try to watch the first couple of episodes. If it doesn't click with you, that's fine. But if I promise you, if you're anything like me, you will be totally drawn into it. I swear. Oh my gosh. Anyway, let me not get on that subject too long. Um, Bewitched, the TV show, you know, the old show from the 60s. I really love that. Supernatural. Oh, I love the Supernatural show. Now, that's not just about witches, of course. It does have witches in it, but not all the time. You know, not in every episode. But they do, you know, the Winchester brothers, you know, hunt supernatural and paranormal things pretty much. Um, Really, really cool show. The Vampire Diaries is another show. I love vampires, by the way, just so you know. But the Vampire Diaries does have a witch, or actually a couple of witches, but one main witch in it um, who's friends with some of the vampires and some of the school kids and everything like that. And she does actually help out with the vampires sometimes. And another vampire show that I really loved was Buffy the Vampire Slayer, because again, there were witches in that one too. A little cute witch named Willow played by, um, oh my gosh, what is her name? Ugh. Anyway, she um, she was on, she played that nerdy character in the American Pie movies. Oh, why can't I remember her name? And she was also on that show, How I Met Your Mother. I'm sure you know who I'm talking about, that redhead girl. Um, I just, for some reason, am drawing a blank. Oh, Allison Hannigan. That's it. Allison Hannigan. Whew. Okay, now I feel better. <laughs> Sorry to Allison Hannigan. Um, anyway, vampires and witches seem to come together, don't you think? I mean, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's just one of those things. All right, TV shows, let's see. Charmed. Oh, yes, I love the original, the original Charmed TV show with Shannon Doherty, um, Alyssa Milano, and um, Holly Marie Coombs. Anyway, Charmed was really cool. Yeah, there were special effects, so it kind of made it look a little fake, but... um Still a cool show to watch. About three witches, of course. And let's see. um, I thought there was another one that I was going to mention. Oh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch with Melissa Joan Hart. Now, let me tell you, my kids loved that show. They watched it every day after school. It was amazing. And I enjoyed watching it myself. And then later on, they came out. With, a, um, with kind of like a continuation of the show, which I thought was really cool. So yeah. So anyway, those are my favorite witchy, magical movies and TV shows. Um, so let me know which ones you like, if you have any one of these on the list that you like, or maybe that you're really not too thrilled about. Uh, we could talk more about it on the Facebook group if you want. So come join us at Facebook, the Witch Magic Facebook group, and make sure you visit my website, Witch Magic. Um, I am trying to get a domain so that I don't have the subdomain in the title of my website because I wanted to be more professional. It just, it's just, co- it costs money that I really don't have extra of at the moment. So bear with me. I will. Get it done, um, but it's probably going to take me a while. But it is a legitimate website and I will do a video on it pretty soon so you can see me talking about it and I can show you the website and everything like that. But go ahead and visit the website. All the links are there. Um, You can also watch older episodes of this podcast on YouTube. Um, And I do have a Patreon site, Patreon. Um, And all those links are going to be on my Facebook group as well as the website. And I do try to put the links of the website and the Facebook group in the show notes of the podcast. So yeah, go check those out and come and join me. Come and join us. I hope you guys have a very magical week. Thanks for tuning in. So that's going to do it for today. I will be airing these podcasts about once a week. So be sure to tune in. You might want to choose to get notified when I air so that you don't miss a thing. If you have any comments, please feel free to connect with me on my Facebook group. I will leave the link to that along with my website on the show notes. Blessed be.